0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, March 29th. I'm Jack Vaughn. As part of his recent extension that could keep ECUAD John Gilbert in Greenville through 2026, his base pay has been set at $500,000 with the potential to make another $1,000 to $25,000 for a variety of academic and athletic bonuses. There's also a retention bonus structure that starts at $25,000 and increases by the same amount per year, capping out at $100,000 for the 2025-26 period. Parting ways without cause would cost the university all of Gilbert's remaining base pay, all per college AD. NCAA President Mark Emmert, in a letter supporting Penn Transgender Swim student-athlete Leah Thomas, published by Swimming World, said, As the top governing board of the NCAA, the Board of Governors firmly and unequivocally supports the opportunity for transgender student-athletes to compete in college sports. The NCAA Board of Governors expects that all student-athletes will be treated with dignity and respect. We are committed to ensuring that NCAA championships are open for all who earn the right to compete in them. As your letter illustrates, this is an important topic and the NCAA Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports, along with the Board of Governors, will continue to monitor the issue and recommend adjustments to the policy as needed. Last night's thrilling double-overtime NC State-UConn women's basketball Elite Eight matchup came with questions of competitive equity for the one-seed Wolfpack having to play the Huskies in its home state. NCSU head coach Wes Moore said, I asked Gino, we're supposed to come here next year. I asked, is this the home game? I don't think he's gonna buy it. The News & Observer's Luke DeCock says, the NCAA Women's Basketball Committee may have followed appropriate policies and procedures by putting the Wolfpack in the closest regional to home once South Carolina claimed Greensboro, and NC State couldn't complain about that. The Gamecocks certainly earned that, but UConn earned nothing and was rewarded anyway. Marshall will likely play its spring football game at Joan C. Edwards Stadium, according to new herd AD Christian Spears, who says the installation of a new playing surface is expected to be pushed back to accommodate the game. He says, I think it's all going to all end up working out. All the bannering projects that I'm doing in the stadium, I can delay. They don't need to go up before the spring game. They can go after. If we end up tearing down the end zone stands, that can happen this summer. However, Spears also notes on the timing of upgrades, quote, So much of it for them is about the timing because they do NASCAR, and I have to take the window they give us. It has to be done by the fall. We can't miss. We can't miss on the turf, and we can't miss on the bannering. We just can't miss. The Oklahoma State Board of Regents approved a $40 million stadium renovation for the Cowboys' Boone Pickens Stadium, along with the $1,000,000 installation of a new synthetic turf at BPS and the outdoor practice field. Many of the stadium renovations are tailored for fans, including expanded legroom and more comfortable seats in large areas of the facility. The number of aisles will increase in the 200 and 300 levels, and aluminum decking will be added to the 200 level. There's no target date for completion of the renovations, but the field upgrades will be finished this summer. Major renovation at Louisiana's Cajun Field will begin after the 2022 football campaign at the earliest. Fundraising efforts are ongoing, and AD Brian Maggard said the design phase will begin in the not-too-distant future. Rising construction costs are part of the delay, but overall fundraising is more than halfway to the goal. The $45 to $65 million project is the primary piece of UL's Athletic Facilities Master Plan, which also includes baseball stadium and track and soccer facility renovations, both of which have been completed. Maggard says a new hitting and pitching facility for baseball is also in the works, but won't start earlier than September. College AD reports Florida State Senior Associate AD for Governance and Compliance Michelle Osborne is exiting Tallahassee for a role at the NCAA office in Indianapolis. The athletics matt fortuna on lessons from march madness parody is often a myth in sports it doesn't make the journey to a title or all of the games that it takes to get to that point any less exciting it's why college football has arguably the best regular season of any sport it's why men's college basketball has arguably the best championship tournament of any sport and these past two weeks right up to this weekend's results themselves have illustrated exactly what college football will be missing the next few years after it punted on implementing playoff expansion before 2026. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, March 29th. I'm Jack Vaughn and be sure to check in later this afternoon.